Hey guys, welcome to Lonely Fans. This is your host, Emily. And uh, I just got out of a six-hour meeting. And so naturally, because my brain is fried, I said, why not record a podcast episode or two? So here I am. Um, The meeting, you know, it was for... I guess it was for work. It it it's it, it was a planning session for um pre-student teachers, which is me. So it was really useful and helpful and will save me time when I have my own classroom in the fall. But 6 hours is a long time to do anything. <laughs> you know what movie I just saw that felt like it was 6 hours long? Funny Girl. Now listen. I have a feeling I'm going to get some mixed reactions, mixed emotions, um, because I know that Funny Girl, the movie, is a classic. You know, it has Barbra Streisand. It's, I think it came out around, like, I think 1968 was the year that I saw it. It's set in the 20s. Um, And, you know, it has the classic, the classic, the most classic musical theater song in all of history, but we'll get to that. Um, First of all, I want to say I'm going to be talking about this movie, but I will, I really want to talk about it in a way where if you haven't seen the movie, you'll still understand and be entertained. So if you haven't seen the movie, never fear, but also probably major spoilers are ahead. So just proceed with caution. So first we have Barbara Streisand playing Fanny, who is a quirky, silly, dare I say, funny girl. Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. This whole movie said, I'm not like other girls, but make it a musical. That's what this whole movie is, okay? And I realized that might have been a much more... um original topic in the 60s but it still it you know it still stands it's like the opening in the opening scene she's dancing with the showgirls and she just she can't keep up she can't keep up and rightfully so she gets fired because you know if you can't keep up like (sighs) but then of course she's distraught that she's fired and so when everybody leaves, she comes back on stage and sings a song, and it just so happens that the owner of the place heard her singing and was really impressed, and so he let her back on the stage. But what's really interesting is, uh, you know, she's let back on the stage for one number to show that she can redeem herself, and they're dancing with roller skates on. And, you know, it's classic, it's classic comedy, dramatic irony, I don't think that's what it is. Guys, I'm literally, I'm just laying down on my bed with my eyes closed because that meeting was just so long. And it was long, it was a good, it was good, but it was just packed with information and like, it took everything out of me. Anyway, so this is her, you know, her, her chance at redemption. And of course she lies and says that she can ride roller skates when she in fact cannot. So all the other girls are doing the dance, you know, they put in the work. And uh, they look great, except Fanny can't tell her left foot from her right, and she's stumbling all over. Now, (laughs) is this a, uh, 
This is reminding me of when Sharpay from High School Musical got her character arc, or got her redemption arc, because people realized, like, Sharpay was actually really talented, and Troy and Gabriella just came in and stole the show because, I guess, they were kind of a cute couple, like, like, Sharpay was robbed, and in the same, in the, in the same vein, these girls in the show were robbed because they probably practiced so hard, you know, they put in the work, and then this, this girl named Fanny comes in, she's, you know, she's fallen all over, but the crowd's eating it up, and they're only paying attention to her, and of course they're all laughing because she is, after all, funny girl. And after that, the mess of a number, they all start going off stage, except the, the man who was giving Fanny the, the redemption arc pushed her back out on the stage and told her to sing. And of course, she starts singing and the crowd loves it. And then out of nowhere, all of a sudden, she remembers how to roller skate because she starts roller skating while she's singing and it looks just fine. So I have to ask, like, was she just faking being bad for attention? I know that's not, that's not canon. The the movie makes it very clear that, yes, she's just like a klutz because, you know, she's funny after all and she is a girl. So she's a funny girl. I can't, I can't state that enough. Um, but at, all of a sudden she just remembered how to roller skate when it was like her big solo debut moment, but it's fine. And so after after that, this man, Nick, what is it, Arnstein? Yeah, Nick Arnstein. This, you know those, you know those, um, what are they, Etch-A-Sketch? Those things, it's like the red frame and you, you have the two little circles that control like where the magnet goes and it'll draw a picture. Nick is like that, but it's empty. It's blank. There's nothing there. <sighs> usually, usually when I'm saying that someone is plain, I call them a mayonnaise jar. But I feel like that doesn't really apply here because he, he seems a little um, cultured, you know what I'm saying? So he's a blank etch-a-sketch of a man. The potential's there, but... He's not using it. Nobody is. Um, but, you know, Fanny sees him and falls head over heels. Again, he's the plainest. <sighs> Which is, you know, at first, I think you're supposed to find him him endearing because he, like, talks to her after the, sh- the show and he's like, you're not like other girls. Like, <laughs> he's like, you're not like all the other women that throw themselves at me. You have a personality. <laughs> Because women can only be funny or beautiful, but not both. Listen, okay, this is where I'm going to start making commentary that you might say, now, Emily, this movie was made in the 1960s, and it's set in the 1920s. Of course, there's going to be some misogynistic, just out-of-pocket, off-color things being done in this movie and I say yes I know I realize I'm viewing it in a 2021 lens but I'm not gonna let that be an excuse okay because real timeless tales withstand the test of time and they have watchability even years 
decades, even centuries later. Century. (laughs) This one just doesn't hold up, and I'll explain why in a little bit. So anyway, he, you know, he's interested in her, gets invited to her place, like her what is it like a salon type of type of deal that her family runs and you know he's like oh yes i love i love hanging out with the common folk um which is really interesting that you know he made it seem like oh it was such a a lowly career to own like a restaurant and then you want to know what his career is gambling or in other words he doesn't have one but we'll talk more, we'll touch more on that later because <laughs> believe me, it will come up again. Um, so he goes, meets their family and uh, the mom radar, her, her mom was like, there's something, there's something off about him. And she was absolutely right. There was in fact something off with him, but again, we'll get to that later. So he and Fanny, Nick and Fanny, they go outside and, you know, she sings her whole song. I was expecting him to join in, but, you know, his his character gambles for a living. So I guess that makes sense that he didn't have anything of worth to contribute. Um, And then he says, you know, I'm... (laughs) Oh, he says, yeah, you know, you can't tie me down. I'm actually leaving in the morning. And she's like, why? Why don't you just stay here? And he says he has to tend to his horses. <laughs> Nick Nick is a brony, confirmed. Um, but yeah, he he makes it very clear that, you know, he doesn't see any uh he doesn't have any concrete future you know he just lives in the moment and ends up where he ends up which honestly i think is a major red flag (laughs) like like i understand you know wanting to be spontaneous every once in a while and like not knowing exactly where you want to end up in life but just to be like yeah i met this really cool woman that i'm attracted to but I like my need to get away from commitment is greater than being with this person. <laughs> As you can tell, I hate this character. I hate him. I hate him. But we haven't even gotten to the to the the worst part yet. So he leaves, you know, to go tend to his horses and gamble on a cruise ship. Um and of course, before he leaves, he tells Fanny that he'll call, but and one year later, are we surprised? He has not called. <laughs> I'll take I'll take things that I always expect a man to do for 100. <laughs> oh, so yeah, they're not in communication for a year. And so Fanny, you know, like a reasonable person, says, wow, he must not be interested in pursuing me. So I'm just gonna, by the way, by the way, at this point, she's gotten a career in the Ziegfeld's Follies. Yes, Ziegfeld's Follies. So she's in like this touring show company. And, you know, she's the star of at least one scene. So she's living her dream because, you know, her dream has been to perform, um, you know, 
even though she's goofy. Um, and then, you know, she's traveling to one place, gets off the train, and who does she find waiting for her at the station? Mr. Nick Arnstein. And... See, if I was if I was Fanny's friend in this movie, the movie would have ended right there because there would be no way in hell that I would let her like have any interaction with him. But, you know, he convinces her to come have dinner at his place. And then pro- quite possibly the worst song in a musical that I've ever heard. And it it's literally, I don't remember the tune. I don't want to remember the tune. But <laughs> the lyrics are, I am man and you are woman. Which, you know, it's like, okay, that's okay, that's fine. But the whole song is basically about, oh my gosh, is about, he's like, I'm a man. So I'm very direct and know what I want. And you're a woman and you actually don't know what you want. But because I'm a man, I know what you want. And when you say no, it actually means yes. Aged like milk. Aged like milk. And again, you're probably like, Emily, you have the 2021 lenses on. Yes, I do. But <laughs> I can still hate this song, okay? it It literally, like, my... I had to I had to look away. I it was the worst thing I'd ever heard. And then of course at the end they um you know express appreciation for each other. And she finally gives in because you know he knew what she wanted all along, right? So it's like <laughs> maybe a man was right. <laughs> um and then of course, you know, she spends all day with him and performs at night. And then he informs her, you know, a couple days after they finally made up and decided to commit to each other, well, quote-unquote commit to each other, he says, listen, I have this cruise to go on where I get to gamble, and that's more important than me staying here for you and your actually meaningful career. And so he leaves once again. And what does Fanny do? She realizes her worth and she goes back to performing and living her dream she's worked for all her life. Absolutely not. This is a movie from the 60s. Of course, she ends up trying to call Nick, discovering where he is, and fleeing away from her life lifelong like dream career to go and be with him on this cruise ship so he can gamble his life savings away. And this is, of course, where the the absolute gem of a musical song, Don't Rain on My Parade, I didn't realize that this song was from this show, and now that I know the context, I, this quite possibly might be the best song in a musical with the worst context. Because she's basically like, my dream is Nick, and so I'm giving up literally everything else in my life to be with him. And what is he giving up, you might ask? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> Go on, King, give us nothing. <laughs> it's so weird that 
Benny, she has, she has her career laid out for her. She is performing in this big company. She has a great role. You know, she enjoys it. And yet she's choosing to sacrifice that to be with Nick. And Nick can't even, he, he wasn't even willing to consider giving up his hobby, I think would be a generous word. Like, gambling is not a career. Gambling is not a dream. It just, it is what it is. He wasn't even willing to give that up to be with her. She had to literally flee from her hopes and dreams just to have a chance with him. And again, I think that's a reflection of the times, expecting, like, women to sacrifice everything and the man to sacrifice nothing, but doesn't make me hate it any less. So, of course, they reunite. She's like, yes, of course I came. (laughs) And then, yet again, another flag. There's this one scene soon after they reunite where she's practically begging him without getting on her hands and knees, begging him to ask her to marry him. If you have ladies or gentlemen, doesn't matter. If you have to ask your man to propose to you, there, you know, there's nothing like, <laughs> there's nothing like playing, playing poker while going around the table and complaining about the women who gave up everything for you with the boys. You know, there's nothing like it. And, you know, he wins big. He wins big, which is great because they have a solid future, you would think. But they have a kid together. And, I mean, basically, all of the issues... I I think the movie is progressive and different for this one aspect of it. And that's... Because most rom-coms, it'll be like two star-crossed lovers, enemies to lovers. You know, they overcome every obstacle. And despite the fact that they're probably going to break up after two weeks, they get together at the end of the movie and, you know, the viewer leaves thinking that it's a happily ever after forever. But I think Funny Girl turns that on its head in that... They show what happens after the two unlikely lovers get together. You know, the man that's afraid of commitment versus the woman who literally just gave up her dream to be with this, again, etch-a-sketch, blank etch-a-sketch of a man. And it actually shows their falling out and, like, how terrible their marriage is and how Nick gambles away all of their money and treats it like a crime against humanity when his wife secretly pays for things with her own money that she's now earning once again now that she can perform because they've settled down in an actual area in on actual land instead of a cruise ship with poker chips you know what i'm saying so she's the main provider of the family she's the breadwinner and nick does not like that in fact He doesn't like it so much that he basically files for divorce. (laughs) Uh, Actually, is that what happened? I don't... Dude, this movie went on one hour too long as well. Like, I thought it was going to be over soon, and I I saw 55 minutes left, and I said, what could possibly happen? Basically, 
Nick gets arrested and sent and, and sent to jail for some, you know, con artist thing that has to do with gambling. And he and Fanny kind of, I guess, leave it on good terms. I mean, probably more like neutral. And, you know, she continues on with her life. He gets out of prison and he walks out of her life forever. Oh, I'm so sorry you had to give up gambling, though, to be with the love of your, your quote-unquote love of your life. So sorry, Nick. I don't, I don't know what to say. Um, so yeah, this movie is just a mess. And again, I, I know the 2021 lens, but... This doesn't change the fact that I hate it. The song, I think it's literally called I Am Man, You Are Woman. Should literally, like, yes, yes, I believe in censorship. <laughs> Take every copy of Funny Girl you can find and just cut that part out of the tape. Censor it all. Um, but yeah, overall, I mean, Barbara Streisand does a great job, I think. You know, nothing against her. Peace and love. Uh, yeah, with Peace and Love, this is the worst movie musical I've ever seen. Yeah, but I Don't Rain on My Parade almost makes up for it. But actually, after knowing the context, though, the fact that she's, again, giving up her hopes and dreams to sail across the ocean to find her lover that wouldn't even give up his favorite pastime, or his favorite, his only pastime, even though he could choose literally anything else as a man in in society he could have he could have literally retired and just had fanny be the breadwinner of the family but his pride was just too strong he could have been living and it's weird and it's interesting because you know that his mindset is like man fanny ruined my life but in all actuality, if he had, for once, played his cards right, <laughs> pun absolutely intended, he could have retired early and been provided for for the rest of his life. <laughs> but I guess it wasn't in the cards. Oh, all these, all these puns. These are, yeah, I'm, I'm proud of it. Anyway, if you've watched Funny Girl... Um, I hope that this was a uh, comprehensive reflection that you can understand, and I would love to hear your thoughts on it. If you haven't watched Funny Girl, I hope I've explained it enough that you don't ever have to. I know it's a classic. You know, I do recommend watching it once because, it, again, Barbara Streisand is great. There's great music. But... <sighs> I mean, it's the, it's the 1920s. It's the 1920s. If, <laughs> two things that don't, two things that don't go together. The 1920s and women. It's just, it's not a good recipe. Um, but anyway, thanks for listening. Um, I think at the end of the day, we do need to remember that... <laughs> I'm thinking of the, the Chet Hanks meme where he's like, at the end of the day, or he's like, so I hear a lot of you, Chet Hanks, by the way, is Tom Hanks's second son, who is nothing like his first son, and who is 
the complete opposite of Tom Hanks, I would think. But Chet Hanks, like, right after the 2020 election results came out, he's like, yeah, I, I see a lot of people, like, bashing on Trump, and, like, I think we do need to remember that he was our president. And then he's like, psych! You know that soundbite I always use? That's that, <laughs> That's what it's from. So at the end of the day, we do need to remember that... Barbara Streisand was our president. Um, At the end of the day, we do need to remember that men absolutely inherently are better and deserve more rights than women do. Um, Psych! Well, thanks again for listening to Lonely Fans, where the only thing you'll want to pay is attention.